Hello, everyone. I'm Wendy Myers. Welcome to the Myers Tea Talks podcast. And today we have a very special guest. His name is Dr. Michael Rinkin. He's my personal doctor. He's who I go to to work on my emotional trauma and just getting rid of any last like physical health stuff that I have going on. Um, you know, liver's always a, a challenge for me. So I've just had profound experiences with him and I wanted to have him on the show again to talk about why people don't get better, why people continue to be sick, why they you know go to doctor after doctor, do protocol after protocol, take different supplements and eat an, a, the perfect diet and try different things and just feel like they're spinning their wheels. And so we touch on a bunch of different issues namely, you know, uh, going to a practitioner who's not asking the right questions, going to conventional medical doctors that aren't, their tests just aren't advanced enough. They're not looking at the right things. They're not looking at emotional trauma. They're not looking at heavy metals and toxins. They're not, uh, you know, addressing symptoms rather than addressing the underlying root cause. And, the, you know, the more I learn, the more that I realize that every physical health issue has an underlying emotional trauma, attachment trauma in childhood. You know, our parental relationships, good or bad, affect our physical health. And there are amazing technologies that can very quickly uh, discern what our emotional traumas are and what physical health issues are causing. And these things can be very quickly addressed. And, you know, and I have a really you know, compelling, you know, personal testimonial to using the, these types of, you know, bioenergetic software. Uh, I was working with Dr. Rankin. I met him through his son and started working with him doing this Evox uh, software and emotional detox. And he identified that my main stressor in my life was my husband. And, you know, he discovered that a lot of uh, stressors that I had, and I had blocks in my lymphatic system. I had uh, issues with my bladder. I was getting chronic bladder infections because of territorial invasion uh, that I felt with with my husband, and just a lot of other dark things. He, he scanned my daughter, and there was a lot of dark energy and negative things coming from my husband that were affecting her. And I, just over time, just actually a short period of time, I just realized that I really had to get this person out of my life, that I had to leave my husband and that I needed to go in a different direction. This person was not in alignment with me for a lot of different reasons and I wasn't happy and I wasn't fulfilled. And so I did recently leave my husband. It was very, very difficult. But now that I have, and I've been working with Dr. Rankin even more, I just feel so much lighter. I feel like a completely different person, like I'm just glowing and it absolutely was the right decision for me. And Dr. Rankin was able to kind of identify what exactly that unconscious issue was that I knew was there, but I just couldn't quite put my finger on it. And I also didn't realize that this stressor, my ex-husband was causing me uh, various physical health issues. Uh, I just found it really fascinating. So we're going to talk about um, uh, all these different issues and more why people don't get better on this show. So thank you so much for tuning in. So a little bit about Dr. Rankin. Dr. Michael Rankin Sr. 
reveals how the root cause of most health issues, including cancer, is emotional trauma. And we dive into his theories on this, the modalities he uses, the tests he uses to measure his patient's progress, and the stunning miracles and successes he has witnessed addressing this root cause of most physical health issues. And you can learn more about Dr. Rankin on his website on testingcancer.com. And I'm tuning in with you in Bali, Indonesia. I'm here for the whole summer. One of the reasons I came to Bali was I wanted to go on a healing journey after you know leaving my husband. I decided I wanted to come here, almost do like an eat, pray, love adventure and do a lot of healing introspection. I'm doing a 30-day yoga challenge. I'm, uh, I wanted to eat. I'm going vegetarian during this uh, time that I'm here and I'm doing lots of meditation every day and really, you know, turning inward. And uh, I wanted to go on this spiritual journey and really rest to my creator, reveal my true nature to me and, you know, doing a lot of healing on this journey and also thinking about the kind of uh, people I want to have in my life, the kind of partner that I want to have in my life and just reevaluating everything in my life, trying to come into complete alignment with who it is that I want to be and how I want to serve you and serve the world. So I just want to thank you for tuning in every week. I love doing what I'm doing. I love uh, hosting this show and helping to educate you guys every week. And so I know you're going to love this show because uh, I love Dr. Rank and he just exudes love. He's such a fantastic guest. So let's get on with the show. Dr. Rankin, thank you so much for joining the show. Thank you for having me, Wendy. I'm so excited. The feedback that people are giving about our conversations is just really heartwarming. People are benefiting from it. They're learning it. They're applying it. It's it's very exciting. So thank you for having me here. Yeah, we did another show previously, if you want to listen to it, about uh, cancer. You cannot address cancer without emotional trauma release. So that was an excellent, excellent show. We got tons of good feedback about that. Um, But today I wanted to talk to you about why people don't get better, uh, why people go to their doctors, do the revolving door to, you know, five, 10, 20 doctors do all these different protocols, supplements, and then still continue to not get better. And I want to uh, have you guide them on what the steps they need to take to, to get better. So uh, first, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got into healthcare? Well, I started off in my, in the earliest days in the seventies, when I was doing research and consultations with companies and I ran into a doctor who really got me excited about what medicine could be about. At the time, I didn't realize that what his focus was, was helping people with no drugs, helping people with no surgeries, helping people with no chemicals of any kind. And growing up in a family where we never used drugs and never used any kind of chemicals or anything else to be healthy. My father told us all five little boys, you can imagine this man sitting in front of his children saying, you know, you'll never be sick. If you think you're sick, it's either spiritual, emotional. And he said that basically, if you think you're sick, you need to get over it because it is not a truth for your life. You live in divine health. So we grew up with that. And growing up in a family like that, you don't take drugs, you don't do vaccinations, you don't do any of these things because it made no sense. 
So when I went and I wanted to go into medicine and, and to study conventional medicine, I was going to go the route of, of being a DO. And I ran into this doctor and he said, Michael, he said, God can't be this stupid. I said, what do you mean? He said, I just finished my third fellowship, cardiology, critical care, and intensive care medicine. I won't do what they've taught me because it makes no sense. He said, if someone has a cardiac problem, figure out the reason for the cardiac problem. If you don't ask the right questions, the answers don't matter. I thought, oh my goodness. I heard this all my life growing up. My father was an attorney, so questions were the answers. You always got to ask lots of questions. But this doctor said to me, if you don't ask the right questions, then the answers won't matter. The challenge with people is that if you've gone to more than two doctors in your lifetime for a given issue and it lasts more than six months, the right questions have not been asked and the right messages have not been told. So let's use an example, Wendy, that uh, you've done discussions about this before. If someone says you have Lyme disease, Lyme, there isn't anything such thing as Lyme disease. That, that's, that's a wrong phraseology of, of different words. Lyme is an infection like any other infection. It can cause manifestations, but it causes manifestations if there is a lack of something else going on. I just tested somebody yesterday. They've got three active Lyme. They don't show any Lyme disease. So if someone says to you, to the, to the person, you have this, then stop listening and sit back and say, wait a minute, I don't have a Lyme disease. I have a conflict in my body. Ask the right question. What is that? And I found like, for example, with Lyme, if Lyme is manifesting something strong in a body, it's because there's a lack of love. And then you have to understand what that means. And then you have to go down that road and find out what does that mean? And that comes again, right back to the emotional issues. Yeah. I mean, we just so, recently did a test on me and found that I had, I think, forget it was Barbicia or Bartonella uh, doing exactly. a Zyto scan. And I exhibited no symptoms whatsoever, um, but exactly. I did a, a rife uh, treatment and, and got rid of it. But exactly. and, and the next person that maybe has compromised immunity or heavy metals and lack of love in their life would become very very ill from the same infection. And I love that you do this, this Evox bioenergetic kind of perceptual retraining with people. It's something I've been doing with you for, uh, for a few months. And it, it has helped me so much. Like I actually left my husband <laughs> because of doing this kind of work and realizing that a lot of you know, just dark energy that I had and trauma that I had was coming from him. And I was really unhappy because of it. And doing this whole process made me realize I was so not in alignment with him. And I, and I was able to leave him and I, I'm so much happier today and so, and so grateful to you as well. And this is such a powerful tool that you're using with several people that I know you're going to start using with my brother's wife. Um, you know, I just trust you implicitly with your skill set and your knowledge base in uh, using these types of bioenergetic softwares. Can you talk to us about the, the Evox and how it, number one, tests all of your emotions and then helps to reframe your perceptions so that you can yes. be happier and healthier? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, quite frankly, if I didn't have that skill set and that technology together, in a synergistic way, it would be much more difficult to help people. 
because it gives us so much information on the subconscious level that you can't get except for thousands and thousands of hours and years of psychotherapy. What's going on when I do these evaluations, you got a hand on an electrode that's measuring that person's information on the electrode. I'm measuring their voice print with, with a microphone and the software. When I see the evaluation come up and it says a religious nature, well, And they were beat up very badly when they went to their Christian schools and were talked to very badly over and over again about how bad they were. This is in the forming years of their childhood. And what happens with that? And they had a challenging family environment. They attract the wrong person. The woman attracts the abusive guy. The guy attracts the abusive woman. So that I can see that I can go back and trace that down and help them understand how did I get here? How many times has anybody have been in an abusive, bad relationship and they blame themselves? Well, there's no blame to be made. It's an evaluation to understand if someone is ill and has a headache immediately. And if it's a migraine, then I know it's very much parent related hundred percent of the time. And then I use this technology and my, and my divine discernment to bring about an answer about what is happening that causes that, then get rid of that, and then the the headaches and the migraines go away. So we use all this technology to evaluate people on a very, very deep level, consciously and subconsciously, because every day, 40 things happen consciously, which is left brain, 40 million things happen subconsciously, which is the rest of our existence. So if you're not dealing with the most important thing that's been with you since your birth and even before, all of our energy is carried on our DNA. So you have your mother's DNA and you have her energy. You have your father's DNA and that energy. You have the expression of both of those in you. You have the expression of their relationship to one another. And with my work in the evaluation of this, of the emotional work, I can get to the root of that and then help see why that is. Then like with you, you're able to release that, understand that, and immediately see uh, things that, that could not be seen before. We're blinded by the subconscious energy of our existence that came down through the generations. If I can help elevate that up into the awareness level, then it can be released. And that's what happened to you, and you're able to very beautifully resolve it. And now just continue to massively flourish and and all kinds of things are happening because joy begets joy sin begets sin so if we don't even know what it is that's causing our disharmony then we're going to keep bringing disharmony time and time again i've had especially young women guys aren't they're not doing this for whatever reason they'll send me a picture of what about this guy and i'll tell them about that guy why do i know that because if you ever spoke to somebody you have their energies in you Okay, that's why I can talk to you about your wife, your daughter, your cousin, your brother, because you have your those frequencies in you and them and and you and them and them and you. What happens to all of us, Wendy, is that we have an expression and an exposure and an experience from our life's upbringing that may or may not be beneficial to us. Something happened magnificently to make you the person you are so that you have this incredible ability and a beautiful servant heart, very heart-centered, to be able to go out and help people, to be able to go out and be that servant heart to help people with the discernment to know what to incorporate. So when we, when we take the frequencies of our emotions, they can actually put us in the grave, okay? 
if you ever have anybody in your in your life ever, and all they do is complain about somebody else, then what are they trying to tell you? Is it that somebody else? Or are they actually trying to tell you something about themselves? If a person remains sick for a very long time, then maybe the message they got growing up is, if you don't get attention by whatever means possible, then you're not going to be happy. And if they could never get it from their parent, they're going to find another way to get it subconsciously. And people think that people are sick for long periods of time because they choose that. They don't choose that. Nobody will choose that. I mean, that that's some form of a, a, a mental issue, but it's most of the time subconscious. What do I see very large percentage of the time with dementia and Alzheimer's? A very challenging relationship with somebody else. 100% of the time. What they happens just want to check out. They just want to check out and... Check out and, you know, because the noise coming in their ears is so bad... What is a child when a child has an earache? The ear is a reception of information and emotions. If it's the right ear, it's I, I really want to hear this wonderful, sweet noise. Left ear is parents arguing, and I wish I'd never heard what they just said. Left ear earache. You want to fix a problem? Put nature sounds in every room in your house and watch your whole mood change. Okay. Go out somewhere in, in, a, in a field or a gym stop, shop and get a, um, like a, a rose quartz or a citrine or a quartz and get a waterfall and stick it in there and listen to that sound and your mood will elevate. Why? Because it's a frequency coming from that reaction of the water to the stone. Come to my house in the farm, and as you know, and you sit there listening to the creek washing over the stones and through the woods, and you just sit there and feel so good. That was me this morning because I'm in Bali, Indonesia right now, and I was I'm in a hotel room right next to a river. And this morning I was just listening to the river and the birds and the frogs, and it's just I felt so much joy in my heart and just uh, just felt unbelievable. Wonderful. You know, the, the East Indians um, came up this word chakra to, ex- to explain energy points in the body. And, it's, and if you really study that, you find that those energy points relate to various organs. You can find a book on Chinese acupuncture. You can open that book to, a, to any page and, and look at what organ is associated with what part of the body and then touch that part of the body. So let's say, for example, you touch the middle of your chest. The East Indians told us that the heart chakra, the energy of the heart, if you drew a line from one nipple to the other and it crosses the sternum, you touch that part of your body. And if it hurts, it means you have heart stress. If someone is it has a heart attack, what part of the body do they hit? What part of the body do they shock? The heart chakra. Well, I'll be darned. Why do they do that? Because that energy point attaches to the liver, to the lungs, and to the brain. Well, kind of important thing, right? You can tap it and actually change a pattern. If someone has asthma, we can we can squeeze this part of their hand because it's large intestine. What is large intestine? Colon. What is asthma? Colon toxicity. What is the emotion of colon? When you squeeze this part of your hand and you have pain there, holding on to old stuff. What is that also called? Constipation. 
Someone's constipated. They're holding on to old stuff. You want to see if you're holding on to old stuff? Squeeze this part of your hand. That part hurts on me. <laughs> yeah, holding on to old stuff, right? So you just went through a, a life-changing experience, which has great joy and relief at the same time holding on to old stuff. So someone says, I am sick because of mold. Well, that's not necessarily true either, because you can have someone in a very strong mold environment. So let's say you're traveling and you're, you're in Bali, okay? And there's a lot of mold in Bali. So if you're traveling in, in Bali and you have a lot of mold exposure, why aren't you sick? So it comes back to you ask the right questions. If you're overreacting to a stimulus, why are you overreacting to a stimulus? You have to ask the right questions to find out what is the reason for the, for the manifestation of the conflict. So what we look for is what is going on with the person and how do you evaluate that person, okay? The standard word that's used is diagnosis. What, what does that mean? Well, what it means is evaluation. Well, if you don't evaluate appropriately, then the answer doesn't matter. So if we go with the construct that our body is a creation of beauty and wonder and love, then it should be divine in all those regards. And if it's divine in all those regards, then it makes no sense to be ill. So make the assumption, first of all, that the body is a divine creation by whatever construct your belief is, and it means that we should be in divine health. If we're supposed to be in divine health, and there's a manifestation of what appears to be an illness or a challenge or a physical issue or a, or a stressor, then figure out what that is. Yeah, I really like your approach because, you know, you focus so much on emotional trauma and how our emotions and our perceptions can cause our physical health issues, can cause mental health issues. And, and I truly believe after, you know, studying bioenergetics for the last five years and, and health for my whole life, really, that every physical health issue has an emotional trauma behind it as the underlying root cause. And that's where people need to begin. And I've seen huge shifts in working with my own client population where people are looking for this physical answer. It's the next supplement or the next program or something that's going to help. And they do something with emotional trauma and they have a massive shift in their physical health. Can you talk a little about that? Yes, absolutely. So let's let's take uh, someone that I just talked with who has a, a disassociation disorder. What is a disassociation disorder? It means they're not safe in their own body. Well, why not ask the question about why they're not safe in their own body? If they're disassociating from themselves, then some message that came to them, more than likely in the first several moments that they were inside their mother's womb, Something was going on that scared that developing fetus. What happens in the first 18 days of human existence? The governing vessel, which forms from your lip to your, to your tailbone, the first 18 days, the first thing that forms in the acupuncture meridian system is the governing vessel. Where does it connect? To the brainstem. Where does the brainstem eventually connect to? The limbic system. So if this is happening to this person, then go back as to what is the root cause of that. And the simple question to ask is, what is your relationship like with your mom? Horrible, we don't talk, was the answer. What is your relationship like with your dad? He died, he was a violent alcoholic. Not safe to be in this home. 
The father was an alcoholic when the mother was pregnant with the woman. The mother was a, a rather gnarly personality. There was a lot of conflict between mom and dad. Who takes the brunt of it? The child. What does the child always think 100% of the time in a family environment? It's their fault. And depending on where they are in the lineup of their existence in, as their siblings, they will take the brunt of it. They will either resolve it, be in charge of it, and then basically not face it again, which not is not necessarily the most beneficial thing. But how many children have you heard you have ADD? What is ADD? ADD is an allergy stress response in the body that's causing an overstimulation of the brain to overreact to a stimulus. So what do they do with that? They give an Adderall or some other ADD drug to quash the natural energy that's responding to a stimulus. So what's the question that should have been asked? What is the person responding to? What is the simple way to figure out what they're responding to? One of the simplest ways to figure that out is to do the coca pulse test. It's a free test. You can find it, coca pulse test and the word PDF online. Get a free download of the coca pulse test. Now you're going to ask yourself the right question. If I ate this food and I've taken a pulse on my finger with a pulse oximeter and my pulse is 52 and I eat the food and now my pulse is 68, I've gone up by 12 points or more. I had an allergy stress response to my food. So therefore, my brain is going to overreact to stimulus. That's the question that should have been asked. Like, what is the big term today, Wendy, that everybody's talking about? Autoimmune. What is autoimmune? Autoimmune is rejection by one or both parents. And what happens about 60% of the time when I bring that up? Oh, I had a good relationship with my parents. Until we go a little further in the dialogue, and I knew what I needed to do to please my mother. Well, that's not necessarily a good relationship. That's figuring out how to please your mother or how to please your father. That, that's still rejection by one or both parents if I don't perform. We have this technology where I can actually do a voice print, which came from uh, Sherry Edwards' work, where you do a voice print and you can tell what the emotion is behind the voice print. The challenge is that some people use that software called Evox and they just say, oh, whoa, it says red, it means anger. What difference does that make? This is still the wrong question. Why is there anger and to what person is the anger directed? Directed. A majority of the time wants to talk about the anger being directed towards somebody when the anger quite often is directed toward themselves as it relates to rejection by one or both parents, aka autoimmune. So if autoimmune is rejection by one or both parents and it is it is a direction towards ourselves to do some damage to our own physical, spiritual, or emotional health, then solve that question by answering the right question. And then you can figure out what that is. So get to the crux of our relationship to something outside of our carnal existence, ego, which is left brain, and get into something spiritual, right brain. And how do you do that? So let's say, for example, you pick this book up and you open it and you start reading out loud. I don't care if it's the Bible, Lao Tzu, or whatever you want to read. It doesn't matter what it is. But most people have healing in their own voices. And if they will read out loud something of beauty, like Pablo Neruda is one of my favorites because I think he's just the most beautiful poet because he wrote all these beautiful love poems about his wife. And it was just the most beautiful thing to listen to or to read or to imagine. 
and you read it out loud, now your left brain is turned off, your right brain is turned on, now it's connecting to your heart, and you can say to yourself, reveal my true nature. God, Jesus, whatever, reveal my true nature. What am I supposed to know? So where does the answer come from? It becomes between you and your spiritual self. You don't go to your doctor and say, what am I supposed to know about this? Forget that nonsense. How can you ask a stranger, relatively speaking, what you're supposed to know or think about yourself? Forget that. <laughs> it's the wrong person to whom you're going to ask the question. Yeah, as I find a lot of people, I mean, how many people do you know, how many clients, uh, patients have, you know, gone to so many different doctors and get worse and worse and worse from the medications that are put on or unnecessary surgeries they've had, or just the time it takes, uh, you know, they're going downhill. So many people are told by their doctor, they have six months to live, or there is no cure, or you have to be on this medication for life. And people take that to heart, they internalize it. And pass on the time that their doctor says that they, they have to live. This a prime example is my father who was given six months to live and he died within six months. And so I really have a big problem with conventional doctors who have a very limited toolkit and don't take the time and effort to learn beyond what they're taught in their conventional medical school education. And that's why I love that you use employee bioenergetics. Um, I think this is the, you know, the way of the future is, uh, you know, doing bioenergetic scans, doing voice scans, very quickly learning information about that person and the order in which that you're supposed to address their health issues. Can you talk about how you use bioenergetics in your uh, working with your patients? Yes, Wendy, it is such a good question. And I really thank you for bringing that up because it is my favorite thing that we learned so many years ago. One of the tests that we do is 480,000 different points. How do you even use that much information? Well, the doctor that created that and coalesced that into a meaningful group of information evaluated the organs, evaluated the toxins, whether it's Lyme infections, whether it's bacteria or fungal or viral. He looked at the brain function. He looked at the dental. He looked at the energetics, so we can actually look at all of the energetic meridians of the entire body. We can, we can look at all the chakra energies of the entire body. We can look at all the Vols EAV energies of the entire body. Then we can coalesce those top down to find out what is the biggest stressor. Once you figure out what the biggest stressor is, then you deal with that to take care of what is underlying that. Because if you try to go just to the infection, and that's what the person is told is their big issue, or you try to go to the cancer, and the cancer is not their biggest issue, even if they have a presence of cancer, everybody has cancer from the time they're born until the time they pass from the physical body, everybody has cancer. What we see in this test is everybody's cancer, and everybody has cancer, whether it's the child, the grandpa, the mom, everybody has cancer. So we look at every aspect of that person from their hydration levels, their energy levels, their cancer levels, their brain functions, their adrenals, their, their all their stress levels. We look at all of the phenolic stress of their foods. We look at all the phenolic stress of their inhalants. We look at all of their glutathione levels. We look at their homocysteine levels. We look at their C-reactive protein levels. We look at liver function, phase one and phase two liver. If you've never studied phase one and phase two liver, 
100% of the listeners to your podcast have got a challenge with their phase one and phase two liver. It is the most common issue in the entire world of the phase one and phase two liver. If you don't know what that means, go study that. It'll be the most important aspect of your, of your education. When you look at the phase one and phase two liver, how many people have big bellies, fats on their bellies, bigger bellies? What is the cause of that? Liver. Liver. Diabetes. What is the cause of diabetes? Liver. What is the secondary cause of all of those? Lungs. What happens when people are not breathing effectively and they're not outside, their breathing is affecting their detox ability, which is then affecting their liver. The liver in Chinese medicine is the mother of the heart. So if the liver is out of balance, then number one, what is that, that's going to affect sleep. So when you go to a doctor, you say, I can't sleep, and he gives you a drug. I mean, seriously, ambient or some other nonsense like that to help you sleep. When the basic effect is when we look at the test and we say, what is, what is causing this problem that not be able to sleep? In the test, we can look at EMF stressors. We can see if that's one of the things that's causing their problems. We can look at mental blocks to healing. If there's a mental block to healing, and the number one thing in the mental block to healing is unworthy and unwilling to heal, well, probably want to address that first because everything else is, is of no consequence or interest until you fact that they are not willing, ready, or able to heal. We look at the spiritual blocks to healing. How many people have a spiritual block to healing because they feel they're unworthy? They have never been forgiven for whatever it is. What does that even mean, forgiven? Oh, I forgave myself. Nonsense. That word is just useless. That phraseology is useless. We can actually see that in, one, in our test. The person is, has never been forgiven, never accepted forgiveness for whatever it was when they were 12 years old and now they're now 57. So why do they have a health challenge now? Because of something happened when they were a child. It again, goes back to emotions. I have a woman right now who's been sick for more than 15 years. Why? Because she had the impression that was given by one of her parents that she was an unwanted pregnancy. So she's never been wanted, autoimmune, rejection by one of both parents. It turns out it was not true, period made the assumption, never talked about it. It was too hurtful to talk about. Turns out the person that she was told didn't want her was the one whose life was saved by the pregnancy of her. What do you think that did to that person's health? Completely started to restore that person's health. All these years was an unwanted pregnancy and a burden when it turns out it was a rumor and she didn't know it, she was living with a lie. If there's something in your mind that is a negative towards you, we can actually test that with our, with our device. And in, in an hour and a half, we can tell you absolutely everything about the human body, physiologically, emotionally, and spiritually about what's going on. We can look at tap water contaminants and someone says, I got a great filter and I have 400 tap water contaminants. You, you know what's in our tap water, Wendy? Yeah, I was shocked you did a test with me and I, I could not believe the stressors that came up that were in uh, in my tap water. I was just absolutely shocked. And then for me, I've been detoxing so long, came what came up for me, polonium was my number one stressor. And I just, not something I'd ever worked on detoxing because I didn't know I have it because most conventional tests don't test for that. Exactly. So that's when we take that technology 
And we take the fact that all of those stressors in the body have an energetic imprint, okay? I had a patient uh, a couple months ago who was into astrology, and I've never known what astrology was per se. I've heard about it. The way she described it is that, you know, you have planets, and those planets have energy, ding, ding, ding. The sun has energy, yes. The moon has energy, yes. Our body has energy, yes. This rock has energy, right? Everything in the world is energy. And so when we are affected by energy coming into us, and what are we on right now? We're on a computer. The energy of that computer, 70% of all of your body's energy is affected by your eyes, 70%. So if if 90% of a person's day is looking at this, holy cow. What's going to happen to their energy? What's going to happen to their thought process? What is one of the number one causes of not sleeping? This. That's why we put these on the back of it, to, to reduce the negative energy from that. The smart meters we know will zap the thyroid. One of the things that we look at in our energetic evaluations is thyroid. When we get done with all of that, we can do a laser detox with that. And I'll, I'll never forget this rest of my life. Michael did a detox on a man that when he was in his six to seven, eight-year-old time frame was helping his dad clean parts. Michael did a laser detox on him. And the chemicals that came out of that 60-some-odd-year-old man, I mean, you had to open all the windows in the clinic because the smell coming off of this guy from 60 years prior was coming out now. What did he do? He energetically painted this man with his own frequencies from our own scan and released all of that. So someone says, uh, should I do uh, IV chelation? Sure. Do it about 700 times and do it every day for the next 700 days. Yeah. And then you might have some. Body <laughs> yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> Spend a bloody fortune, right? So that's why when, when you introduce us to the ionic clans and that specific one, I think is just so well-made. I think it's the one that's been around the longest. When you put frequencies of that device into your body and it ties up the toxins in your body from mycotoxins to heavy metals and carries it out through all the elimination systems, then you start using the, the saunas like the Therisage. You use the ionic cleanse. You do the hydration. You put all these things together, and then we can go back a month to six weeks later and actually see what is the effect of what you just did. No guesswork. One of the people I just dealt with was told horrible things about their cancer levels. I said, I have more cancer in my body than you do. The difference between you and me is that I don't believe I could be sick, and you've always thought you could be sick. So one of the things that we do when I'm doing the emotional release work is to divinely discern their level of joy. And if I'm working with someone and all I feel is sadness or I actually see their face and their whole face is down, then I've got to get it to where they're, to where they're giggling. Many times we act so adult that we forget about the child within. And so one of the first things I try to get people to do is to write a letter to themselves as a two-year-old. And how does a two-year-old write a letter? With, with a fine pen and a paper? No, with a crayon. So you go out and you write yourself this beautiful letter to yourself as this little child. And what do you do when you do that? You start thinking about this little child and you start writing a, a love letter to yourself as this little child. Now, what I do after that, Wendy, is I ask them to then write that, even read it out loud, and then go burn it. And they burn it. And as they're burning it, say, God, this is none of my business, but thank you for the memory. 
And all of a sudden they released whatever it was that was associated with that two-year-old time frame. When we write something with a pen, we write something with a material, our frequencies go into that material. That's why I love using pens and I always try to have, I've got loads of them. I always try to have a really nice pen because when I write with a really nice pen, it, it, it's meaningful, it's important, okay? And I write it, if it's an important letter to somebody, then I try to find some beautiful paper and write it on that beautiful paper. And so we're communicating something of a great intimate nature, in this case, from the little child to ourselves. And that's like with your daughter. I love having your daughter around because she's, oh, she's such a joy and she's so playful. And so <laughs> she said, well, can I bring one puppy in? Well, of course, we ended up with four puppies, you know, inside uh, because that's just what happens. And there's nothing rigid and organized about children. Hopefully there's something playful and energetic and, and joyful with them. And so we want to think just like that. If we think now, as you're listening to this conversation, you think, well, I could have done a better job. Well, we can always do a better job. But regardless of what you believe, God is a higher knowledge. It's something outside of ourselves far greater than us. And we can tap into that. So how do we get the answers? We get the answers from a divine source. Now the questions are correct. And now the feedback we get to ourselves is beautiful. Now we sit there and listen to that and say, oh. So now enough people have come to Michael's office with whatever their issue is. And so if it pops up, they may or may not come back immediately to get help with their pain. They'll think about, okay, so this change, so this is that. Okay, I don't know how to release it, but I know why it is. And they immediately start sending good energy towards that person that they just started sharing a, a house with or an apartment with because they know that that negative energy was causing them bladder stress. So we have great empowerment to ask ourselves the right question. And the beauty of this technology, the Evox with, the, with divine discernment is the most amazing technology to help people get down to the crux of what is the foundation of the issue. So what's a funny thing, Wendy, is when I do these, when I do the evaluations with the Evox, and unfortunately, a lot of these practitioners just never learned it, which is because they don't really teach it this way. But if there's a, if there's a block that I know is a, is a religious block and then right next to it i give them a phrase that should be really very acceptable phrase i deserve peace love and harmony they get the religious block and then they get the other block that they don't even believe what they just said then i know it's a spiritual block then what am i going to do i'm not going to keep going round and around and around for 20 more cycles as you know I'm, I'm kind of impatient about helping them get rid of their stuff and i'll help them get rid of that religious block which will then allow them on the next cycle or two to say, I deserve peace, love, and harmony. Now they attract everything good. Now they attract that divine health that they were, were born with and, and deserve. Remember, when we we're talking about the word deserve. People are somehow or another get this horrible thought that they don't deserve peace, love, and harmony. Well, we're made for the joy. And so if we're made for that and we don't have that, then that's the question that, that should be asked. Why don't I have joy? Why don't I feel I deserve joy? Go down that road, and if they need help, then come get it, and we'll show them how to find that and empower them to do it. 
after the initial session, I always have some contact with them afterwards because the homework they do is the most important part to follow up with what we've asked them to do. And then they're, they're literally feeding themselves with the things we teach them from the sessions we've done. Then I can go back on the next session. I can actually show what has been released or what they drug in, you know, what they keep holding on to. Yeah. Yeah. I had a session with you uh, quite a while ago and I was really, I was really taken aback with just what you kind of dug up in the session and how quickly it released, how, how much better I felt afterwards and just the amount of like love that you exude when you're working with someone and your sincerity and your, your authenticity. And like I said, you're such a heart centered practitioner as well and very intuitive as well. And it makes for a very interesting session. I, I knew immediately this, there was something so uh, profound about working with you. And I immediately flew to your clinic in St. Louis with my daughter and we worked with you for about a week there. And so I've been working with you ever since and uh, my life has changed profoundly uh, since then. So I highly recommend anyone that uh, you know, feels like they're struggling, they're stuck, they're just having trouble getting better. They're just not, they know intuitively they're not getting the answers that they need to in making the shifts in their health that they want. I highly recommend doc, working with Dr. Rankin. And so tell us about uh, how someone can work with you. The best uh, webpage to use is the testingcancer.com webpage, uh, T E S T I N G, cancer all one word, testingcancer.com. They can also call me at uh, 214-392-8888. They can also call the the clinic number, which is 954-889-3896. So my personal number is 214-392-8888. They can call, they can text, they can leave a message there. Just give me a chance to respond. If you have not heard back from me in 24 hours, we're having some problems with the local towers around here. If I haven't talk to you in 24 hours after your initial call or contact, know that something's wrong and call me back. You can never call me too too many times to make contact, okay? The webpage, testingcancer.com, my son Michael's in charge of that. You can also call Michael at 314-899-9535. That's 314-899-9535. He does the work with the pain. Quite often, we will work together. So I'm in his office right now. And, and I use the office right next door and do the emotional release work there. So the two of us work together on the testing cancer webpage or on the painfreelifellc.com webpage. There's a number of testimonials. And if someone just texts me and says, send back the testimonials, then I'll send back the testimonials. And it's very, very exciting because we see that people's pain goes away by doing emotional work. A woman got off of a kidney transplant list by doing the emotional work. People have had horrible neck pain and we got rid of the neck pain by doing the emotional work. So one of the beautiful things that I've seen, like with your own daughter, we did the work with you and and your beautiful daughter benefited from it. So that's a wonderful thing about this work with the emotional release work, Wendy. When we work with a parent, the children always benefit every time. And so working with you and the influence that you have to help so many people, I was so excited to be able to do that because when someone comes to us after they've had current health challenges, especially because there's a lot of shots being given and all kinds of other things happening and lots of people are being affected in all kinds of number of ways, or they go to get 
chemotherapy or radiation or something that, that's harmful, we bring them back with love. Come and, and be loved unconditionally. We don't judge anybody by their decisions. We love them where they are and help them bring forth. Because what is the, re the reason why decisions are made that harm somebody is because of a lack of self-love. It's either conscious or subconscious. So we, as a, as a clinic, Michael and I, as a, as a purpose in life is to love people unconditionally. If you're having a health challenge or you're fearful of something, fear and faith cannot harbor the same space. What's the question to ask? Why do I fear this? And if you need help understanding that, then we can help you with that. And these two web pages, the testingcancer.com has got some information about it and some good clinical information on it. The painfreelifellc.com webpage has got a lot more testimonials on it. And texting either Michael and I, like we, we both will respond to text messages to the, the 214-392-888 number to say testimonials. If that's all you want, then say testimonials. Send me your email address through that same texting, and I'll send you back an email. Either one, we'll deal with either one. And all time. we really want to do is make sure that people are helped. And if they need more intensive help, then we want to make sure they're able to get it. Yeah, fantastic. Okay. Yeah, and you're located in St. Louis, and I highly recommend yes. going and see you guys in person. You have so many amazing uh, different modalities, Equiscope, and so many different things that you're doing with people that just help them tremendously. And like I said, you you guys specialize in pain and cancer. You do so many other things uh, beyond that. So guys, definitely highly recommend to go uh, see them. They're who I go to. I can go to anyone that I want. And uh, so thankful that I found you, Dr. Rankin, or you found me also. So thanks so much for everything that you do and all the people that you help and the tremendous impact that you make on the world. So everyone, thanks so much for tuning in to the Meyer She Talks podcast. Um, we're broadcasting from Bali, Indonesia. I'm here for the summer and having a fantastic time. Um, tomorrow, I'm actually going hiking to a waterfall. I'm going to be going to a, uh, a water purification temple where the Holy waters are believed to be anti-aging. And I'm going to be filming all this with a drone and it's going to be like super, super fun. So everyone, wow. thanks for tuning in. And uh, I'm Wendy Myers of MyersDetox.com and I'll talk to you guys very, very soon. The Myers Detox Podcast is created and hosted by Wendy Myers. This podcast is for information purposes only. Statements and views expressed on this podcast are not medical advice. This podcast, including Wendy Myers and the producers, disclaim responsibility for any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained herein. Opinions of guests are their own, and this podcast does not endorse or accept responsibility for statements made by guests. This podcast does not make any representations or warranties about guest qualifications or credibility. Individuals on this podcast may have direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to herein. If you think you have a medical problem, consult a licensed physician.